From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Afternoon Edition. Breaking news right now on the Afternoon Edition. More felony charges against a suspect in the fatal house explosion that rocked San Francisco's Sunset District. Good afternoon, I'm Elizabeth Cook. This all comes as we're learning more about the woman who died in last week's blast. Here's the very latest. The medical examiner identified the victim as 51-year-old Rita Price. Police sources told us that she was the wife of the suspect, 53-year-old Darren Price. He is facing nine felony charges, including involuntary manslaughter. Prosecutors say they found extremely volatile drug-making equipment inside the home, which likely caused that fatal blast. He's also facing two counts of child endangerment. Neighbors told us two kids lived in that home but weren't there when it exploded. Price has been in jail since he was arrested Friday night. His arraignment is scheduled for 1.30 this afternoon. Meantime, a town hall will be held tonight for neighbors impacted by the explosion. The fire chief and police captain will be there along with the city assessor to talk about possible property tax relief. They'll also talk about what residents can do to prevent another tragedy. In the East Bay tonight, the Oakland Police Commission will hold a special meeting to discuss Chief Laron Armstrong's future with the department. Mayor Shang Tao placed Chief Armstrong on paid leave in January. Armstrong is accused of failing to discipline officers for misconduct. The mayor has yet to decide whether the police chief will keep his job. Tonight's police commission will have the power to fire or otherwise discipline Chief Armstrong if enough members believe that he violated his duty. Now, as we mentioned yesterday, Mayor Tao, along with Acting Police Chief Darren Allison, announced some public safety measures for downtown. But what they didn't want to talk about was Chief Armstrong's future. There's no update. Again, we're taking the investigation very seriously, and um, you all will know when we get an update. Now, as for the actual measures they announced yesterday, most already exist, like community liaison officers and the traffic enforcement unit to combat dangerous driving. But for the first time in two years, walking officers are returning to business and shopping districts. We spoke with a number of business owners and community leaders, and they told us they are grateful for these measures. But what many in the community want is Chief Armstrong to keep his job. Chief Armstrong was very quick, uh, responsible uh, to place a more police patrol in Chinatown, and um, he. Uh, I was surprised. So uh, he was on administrative uh, leave. Armstrong also has strong support from the NAACP, which has sent multiple letters to the mayor demanding that he be reinstated. Now to the end of a political legacy. It's been about 24 hours since Senator Dianne Feinstein announced that she will not seek re-election in 2024. Katie Nielsen spoke with former Senator Barbara Boxer about her former colleague smashing through several glass ceilings. When Senator Feinstein and I ran, we ran on the same ticket because the two seats happened to be up at the same time. Former Senator Barbara Boxer says she will never forget the way Dianne Feinstein helped her during that 1992 election when both women were elected to the Senate. The prejudice was so ridiculous. People would say to me, um, well, uh, I'm voting for Dianne. I just couldn't vote for another woman, though. Her famous line, she would say, is, 
2% may be good for the fat content of milk, but it's not good enough in the Senate because there were only two women out of 100. Boxer says she remembers Feinstein most for her tenacity, especially when it came to her tireless push for the assault weapons ban, something that was not particularly politically popular when it was first proposed. I became mayor as a product of assassination. I'm aware of that. I found my assassinated colleague and put a finger through a bullet hole. Senator, I know something about what firearms can do. She never gave up and everyone said, oh, you'll never get the votes. You'll never, the NRA is against you and so on. And I was there at so many of those meetings where she said, we're not giving up. Feinstein was also the first woman to head the Senate Intelligence Committee, taking a critical look at CIA interrogation tactics, especially after 9-11. She supervised spy agencies during the war on terror as well. Putting somebody right now at the head of the CIA who played a role in, um, let's, let's say, uh, torture, um, is not necessarily appropriate. She was also the first woman to serve as the Judiciary Committee's top Democrat. We certainly came from different places philosophically, uh, but we were thrown together and we made it work and we showed that women can do it. High-profile Democrats have already entered the race to replace Dianne Feinstein. Congresswoman Katie Porter launched her campaign in January, followed by Representative Adam Schiff, who has been endorsed by former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. East Bay Congresswoman Barbara Lee is expected to announce her candidacy soon. Contra Costa County and FEMA opened their new disaster recovery center to connect people impacted by the winter storms with resources to help them recover, specifically people who suffered damage to their property or business. They can come to the center in Danville and find out what services, resources, and other information is available to help them clean up and recover from all of that. All right, let's get to First Alert Meteorologist Jessica Birch. Jess, another kind of switch in the weather. Here was cold and windy. My goodness. I know. I mean, yesterday, it was an interesting day for Valentine's with the rain and the wind, but now things are completely 180 we are seeing blue skies, mild conditions, sunny skies for us all day long today with really light winds too. Visibility is not only great here in San Francisco, but all throughout the Bay Area and the winds are staying light as we head into this afternoon. The other big weather story, well, the fact that we're seeing temperatures well above where we were at yesterday. Yesterday we were talking about low 50s for Valentine's Day. Today we're already seeing upper 50s, even lower 60s up in the North Bay. We also have a gradual warming trend on the way heading into this weekend. I'm going to break that down coming up in your full forecast, but some changes are on the way. We'll have more on that in a bit. Over to you, Liz. All right, Jess. Thanks so much. All right, let's take a look at today's top stories. The white supremacist who killed 10 people at a Buffalo supermarket has been sentenced to life in prison without parole after relatives of his victims expressed their pain and rage in court. We love our kids. We never go in no neighborhoods and take people out. Don't do it. Yeah, that sentencing hearing for the mass shooter, Peyton Gendron, was disrupted when he was charged by a man in the audience. That man was quickly escorted from the courthouse. Gendron pled guilty to charges including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. He was seen weeping as family members read their statements. You took from us a loving mother, grandmother, sister, aunt, cousin, and friends. Behind your census act, we will never have another birthday, another get-together, another celebration, me and her shopping, another call, 
on the phone like we often like to do. Gendron still faces federal charges that could result in a death sentence if prosecutors choose to seek it. Dozens gathered at the Michigan State Capitol this morning for a protest against gun violence after the mass shooting at Michigan State University. Three students were killed, five others were injured. It all comes as authorities continue to search for a motive for the shooting. They say the gunman had no clear ties to the school. Meanwhile, a memorial on the campus continues to grow. Another event is planned for tonight to remember the victims. The five injured students remain hospitalized in critical condition. Back here at home, a new bill wants to up juror pay across California. It's an attempt to ensure that people truly have a jury of their peers. The Be the Jury California bill would take a program already underway here in San Francisco statewide. Low to moderate income jurors would be paid $100 a day rather than the current rate of $15 a day. Supporters of the program say it lessens the barriers that often prevent those people from serving if it allows for better representation. The public does not want people pleading to things they did not do because they fear correctly that they cannot get a fair cross-section of the community in a jury trial. People who qualify for this program would include unemployed folks, self-employed, and anyone whose job does not offer paid time off for jury duty.